the volume. The Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco podcast is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. This is why I love betting on the FanDuel Sportsbook. It's America's number one sportsbook for obvious reasons. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. Fast payouts in as quick as two hours. Are you kidding me? And do you see these same game parlay bets? Not to mention the live betting. Just a gorgeous platform all the way across the board. FanDuel is making it easy for everyone to bet this season with a bunch of promotions that they will be sharing all season long on my podcast. You can't miss it. We're talking about risk-free bets, same-game parlay bets, enhanced odds, markets, and more. That's boosted odds, baby. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code MONACO. So they know I sent you. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 Arizona. 1-888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org forward slash chat Connecticut. 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com forward slash RG Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Michigan, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789, Tennessee. Visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. All right, welcome into another episode of Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. I'm your host, Alex Monaco. Fired up, coming off a couple of incredible championship NFL games. We're going to be starting with an announcement, though. I will now be doing this podcast at least five times a week and live on the Volume Sports YouTube channel. Shout out to the producer, for rums on the ones and twos, making the magic happen behind the scene. Make sure you check out everything the volume has to offer. We have Heisman winning quarterback RG3 on with Uncle Colin to break down everything from the AFC and NFC title games. And of course, we have Jenkins and Jones telling you why Kobe or Michael would not win an all-time slam dunk contest. Please join us in the chat. Fired up to dive in. Quick little recap on my bets for this past weekend before we get into NBA Monday. It was a doozy. Now, if you listen to the podcast, I tried to get cute. I tried to middle and take the spreads with some sides as well and a couple of props. And it worked out favorably for me. Ended up on a positive day. Bengals plus seven hits, and that was probably the furthest thing from my mind after the first half. I mean, this is an incredible moment for Joe Burrow and this Bengals team. First AFC title since 1988 when I was negative two. 21 unanswered points. And again, 
Bengals plus seven. We're on FanDuel. You're looking at these live lines. You could have grabbed Cincy all the way up to plus 18 and a half, which I did. If you follow my picks on Action Network, that was a eyes closed, prayers up, have to fire. There's no way the Chiefs could continue what they're doing. Now, found a couple of interesting tidbits on what happened yesterday. No team since the 1994 Super Bowl Niners started out in either a conference game or the Super Bowl with three touchdowns to start the game. And that's what the Chiefs did. Three straight drives, and then they go completely cold. Now, another thing that's fascinating is Mahomes has never lost when taking a lead by 15 points or more. 37-0. and 37-0. and 0. So you look at what Burroughs now accomplished, which again has, if he wins a Super Bowl, has never happened. A Heisman, a Natty title, and a Super Bowl champion. No quarterback has ever hit all three. And he may do that in three calendar years. But we miss on the Chiefs double result. I almost had it 3-0 and in that game on Wednesday's podcast. Bengals plus seven. Kelsey, anytime tug with the Chiefs and a Chiefs double result. But the Bengals come back. They ink their spot in the Super Bowl in LA. And congratulations, Mazel Tov, as half my family would say. And then you look at the Niners. And very fortunate to cash this three and a half because that game was ugly. Really in the first three quarters of that game. Just missed opportunities for the Rams. This is what... The Niners do. It's Titans-esque. They muck it up. It's gross football in a lot of ways, but it's smash-mouth football. And Stafford gets so fortunate that little giant Stickham was not on Tart's gloves because that ball should have been picked when the Niners were up three. We cashed just about everything on Friday's podcast. You want to go back, pegged it beautifully. Niners cover the three and a half. We hit on both receiving props, Cooper and OBJ on the overs and receiving yards, both over 100 yards. That OBJ line at 50.5 was just flat out disrespectful, people. And the Rams come back and a little Rams and a Cooper Cup same game parlay hit. So pretty on the money there. And the Rams now for the second consecutive year after 54 years of zero times that this is happening, we'll be hosting the Super Bowl, just like the Bucks last year, line opened around four. This is going to be interesting to see where money floods in. We will be talking a ton of Super Bowl in the next week and a half. But on that note, it is time to pivot and get into NBA Monday, the last day of January. Let's dive in. Lock of the day. Here we go. NBA Monday. All right. I'm staring at the line. I picked a competitive game. Could have gone easier, but this Grizzlies plus three and a half in Philly tonight is just staring me in the jugular. I'm looking at what this Grizzlies team has done on the road and really in the month of December and January. And if you haven't been watching, They have gone back-to-back winning months. First time 
in franchise history with these kinds of numbers. 12 and 4 in December, 12 and 3 in January. And they're doing it on the road in impressive fashion. Now, I will preface this by saying the first time these two guys danced, no Embiid, no Morant. But it was a 126-91 routing that the Grizzlies sauce them. And here's what they've done on the road that's really convincing me that they're going to come out and they're going to cover this three and a half, if not outright catch a win. They're 11-6 and six against the spread as road underdogs. They are 5-0 and oh against the spread in their last five games versus a team with a winning record above 600% which is the Sixers, and whatever it is on Mondays, they're 9-1 against the spread in their last 10. They play gorgeous basketball to start the week. And you look at what this Sixers team is, and right now, yes, they're on a four-game win streak, but you have to look in the NBA for leans where you can find them. And yes, they beat the Spurs but they beat the Pelicans, Lakers, and Kings, and they didn't really do it in an impressive fashion. The down of the Pelicans and Kings at halftime. They go against the Kings without Darren Fox. They go against the Lakers without LeBron. And they're only 13 and two, 10 rather, at home this year. So four wins against four under 500 teams, and they win against these squads without their full strength. I think this is a huge letdown spot. You also look at from an against the spread standpoint, when Philly catches a win, they don't cover the next game. They're just one and four in their last five against the spread after a straight up win. They're also at home going against teams with winning road records, not covering one and four against the spread in their last five there. So you go down the list. Okay. And beat is having a record last couple of weeks playing out of his mind but i'm looking at this grizzlies d and i'm looking at their top five offense right now and 112 points per game sixers are just 21st the top six in points differential you go back you see that dylan brooks at 23 jaron jackson at 22 in the first time they danced you do the coward theory top five players in this game and i'm going to lean three of those guys on the Grizzlies today, today. Maybe not on an overall sample size, but right now I think this is a huge letdown spot. We're getting a team that's putting up more, that's giving me more impressive trends right now on the road particularly, and we're getting three and a half points. I have to fire, again, a quality Sixers team, but if I'm getting these points and this number with Jaw playing out of his mind, I'm going to talk about that more later in the show, a prop I love for him. I got to lock it in and lock it up. Grizzlies plus three and a half, lock of the day. And now we move on and we dance on a little degenerate special. I'm going to talk partially because I live in New York, but I like this spot. The Knicks on the money line over the Kings under 216 and a half at the moment on FanDuel plus money. I'm loving it. I'm going to start with the under in this. The under 
And these two teams, for some reason, they just don't score the ball. Six and one in their last seven meetings on the under. Knicks start off the week typically playing good defense, and that's proven in the trends. They're 5-0 and in their last five Monday games. And when they go against a team that doesn't play good basketball consistently, like your Sacramento Kings with a winning percentage below 400, they're cashing 11 and one on the under in the last 12 Knicks games, first teams with that kind of record. So for me, Knicks lost a couple of rough ones. I expect them to get their defense right. Another trend for you here on this, the under 5-0 and in the Kings' last five versus a team with a losing straight-up record. So the Kings, who are struggling to find consistency, were hearing Fox might be on the trade block. I mean, the bright spot for them, for goodness sake, was Halliburton putting up 38 last game against the Sixers. So there's not many offensive weapons on this Kings team unless you get break, breakout spots like that. Heald goes off. Barnes, they have every one of their blue guys pretty much find a way to ball offensively to hit this kind of a number. And then just from a Knicks perspective, they're very good off a couple of days rest, two to three days rest. They're actually top three in the NBA, seven and two straight up. And they're seven and two against the spread, which is incredibly impressive considering they're under 500 record and they're, tough to find bright spots for in terms of the sports gambling market. So I'm looking at this Kings team. They're four and 14 straight up as a road underdog bottom three in the NBA. Now they cover better at seven and 11 against the spread on that note, but this is why I'm taking the money line. It's a big number. Kings could come out and cover. But I think defense leads the Knicks tonight. I think the Knicks get the bounce back win. And I'm going to take the Knicks on the money line and the under here and hope that these trends serve me beautifully. And we cash a little one and a half times our money on the degenerate special. And we wrap it up back to John Morant, who's really making a case for NBA MVP right now. If you go look at what this man has done, it's just incredible what he is doing. And coming off a mid-season injury, early season injury rather, it's remarkable. Now his points over right now, it's sitting at around 26 and a half. I got to take the over here. The man has over 30 points in his last five games. 34 versus the Wizards, 30 versus the Jazz. 41 versus the Spurs, 35 versus 38, excuse me, versus the Nuggets, 33 versus the Bucks. I mean, it's just incredible. He's a scoring machine. And yes, the Sixers do play good defense, but again, kind of looking at recency bias here a little bit. Their last four games, I'm looking at three guys who aren't even 2K88s putting up. Over 30 points of two of those three. One of them being Halliburton, who I just mentioned. They gave up 31 to AD, which shouldn't have happened with AD on a pitch count and just coming back. They gave up 31 points to Alexander Walker on the Pelicans. Does your average better even know who this man is? 
So for me, I'm getting proof in the pudding, Josman Ballin. He's going to have to put the team on their back tonight. 26 and a half for a guy that's put up again. Over 30 points in his last five games. I got to do it. I am feeling gorgeous about it. I think the man hits it even early, maybe early fourth quarter, late third. I expect him to go berserk. I got the Grizzlies to win big. And if you like Jaw to go over this number, maybe for a little breakfast money, you consider putting Jaw with the points in a little FanDuel same game parlay with that three and a half, get an even better payout. So in review, I'm this over the Sixers. I'm on the Knicks in the under. And I'm going to dance with Jaw on the points over prop to wrap up the day after a winning week last week, coming off some incredible NFL games. And I can't wait to get into more of the Super Bowl as the week goes on. So again, we will be hopping on the Volume Sports YouTube channel five times a week. And again, all picks on Action Network. Follow me on social media, Moneyline Monaco. Of course, check out all things volume sports. Phenomenal discussion with Colin and RG3. You absolutely want to tune in if you want more of the recap of yesterday's games. And again, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on all things Apple Podcasts. And as always, shout to Brums on the ones and twos. Don't forget, dog your mothers. Ta-ta real smooth. volume.